Welcome to another edition of the Asheville Sound. I am your host, John Lauderer. Today we are joined by musician, singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, DJ, all-around awesome entertainer, Roddy Wilder. I'm on the line with Mr. Roddy Wilder. Roddy, how the heck are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing good. What you up to tonight? Uh, always more music and more music. Uh, yeah. I'll probably, hopefully, chill out with a movie or something to get my mind off music. And then, <laughs> uh, I don't know, see where, the, see where the rest of the night takes me. Cool, bro. So, Roddy is... Um, Long-time mainstay on the Asheville scene. Been in several projects around town doing different things. But uh, um, Roddy and I have been in a party band for about six years now. I think we've been doing it. In, six uh, years, wow. Yeah, I think Ooh. so. And uh, he's kick-ass frontman, singer, entertainer extraordinaire. And uh, he's got a new album out, new EP, just dropped. It's Hot Fire. Just check it out. It's called Wilder and uh, available on uh, streaming platforms and uh, we're going to check that out later uh but roddy uh tell the the people about yourself what's uh what's the story with with roddy wilder what's the story with roddy wilder well always grew up in a musical and performing type of family always had a lot to look up to and get to and look forward to doing as in my mom was very very active since she's been a child as well, all the way up to her adulthood for music. Um, mainly just trying to make sure I'm rocking out as hard as possible and keeping things moving forward. Definitely picked up an instrument early, which was piano, but it was really absolutely nothing because I wasn't that great at it. But I used it for vocals and stuff and kept moving along and picked up bass a little bit later on. And from there, I just took off and didn't look back um, all right and you're from you're from winston-salem right definitely from winston-salem north awesome. carolina yeah you know arch was, district they're trying to call it now <laughs> yeah and how was how was growing up in winston for you growing up in winston was actually pretty cool really laid back i grew up in the country wasn't really urban at all uh lots of woods lots of farmland kind mm-hmm. of interesting um, lots of soccer, lots of riding bikes every day for the most part, and being outside, which some kids don't have the pleasure of doing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It was very, very interesting being one of the only black families around yeah, the in, the r- in the rural area, right? In the rural area. Yeah. So there are definitely challenges and, and things early on, but the more we grew up, the more I think everybody just started to realize that we weren't going to move or anything. And so uh, <laughs> I think people <laughs> just kind of got it. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I guess uh, I can relate to that. I'm kind of a country boy, too. Um, spent a lot of time out in the woods, raising oh, hills yes. and creeks and whatnot. Uh, so you um, went to Western Carolina with our good friend Matt Williams. Yes, uh, yes. And that's when you landed in the mountains. 
and definitely and you guys had an active group over there called cia right tell us about that had an active group called cia it was a very good times i can always think back to just the amazingness of creating the music that we were creating and how fun that was um but i would say the entire western music program i mean i was jamming with everybody it wasn't just you know cia members you know that's where i actually met andrew thelston Right. And, you know, from meeting him, you know, got to the project that we're doing now. And so lots of players, so many names, uh, Justin Powell. I mean, uh, even my director, Pablo Vlasic, just lots of lots of names, lots of great, great players. Mm. It's great to be around. Mm -hmm. Yep. Roddy and I are also both former, Cat former Catamounts. Uh, I was before him but uh also passed through the music department i think uh lots of lots of great players have and uh yes and that you say that's where you kind of found your uh your niche as far as being a uh, an instrumentalist i think as far as being an instrumentalist i think that was the probably the catalyst to set it set it on fire to move it really really quickly i think i was already there halfway possibly about playing in trios just in high school and kind of just always experimenting, always jamming, and then taking the advice of what my mom's bandmates were telling me from jams and different things, and just applying it forward, man. I've always tried to make sure it was, you know, moving up and up, because, you know, you're only as funky as your last cut. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Andre said it right. Yep, that's right. So, uh, uh, Western Carolina, after that, you just uh, were down with living in the mountains and you just decided to, uh, to land around Asheville, huh? Decided to move to Asheville with another band endeavor that mm -hmm. was going to start that ended up not really going forward, but still that dropped me in the massive pool of musicians here in Asheville, mm -hmm. which, you know, I guess back then that was Tuesday Night Jam at Emerald Lounge. Mm -hmm. It's way back when. Um, yep started checking those out and meeting even more and more people mm -hmm. and also had other roommates that we were already starting our hip hop side of things with Nick breaker society. And so we just kept making music. I just kept on jamming with people and see what we could do. Yeah. What was up with Nick breaker society? Was this something that actually cut some recordings? You guys just doing live stuff or what? Neckbreaker Society was a project of mainly three MCs, myself one included, um, who basically tried to get with as many MCs in that area, in regional area as possible, to just cut tracks, almost like it was a mixtape, but not always a mixtape. So we like to do kind of crossover albums of hip hop and R&B and things. We actually, um, a lot of it's, I think, still on Reverb Nation, but... Uh, we, we had about three or four albums that we pretty much put out. Yeah. Um, we were checking into some live recordings at UNCA at the latter part of recording and everything, but it was going really strong for a while. Um, we had members that definitely moved to different areas. So, you know, it became more of a, I'll catch you later kind of a project. We've always kept it open. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to go back to that side of things as well, because it's a very interesting concept just to go from rock to hip hop, back to rock, back to jazz or 
what have you, or pop or whatever. Yeah, and that brings up a good point. Your influences are very diverse. Um, seems like you're you're down with everything. Uh, how, how did you get to to be like that? Or your parents uh, exposing you to that at early age, all different styles? Definitely growing up in Winston-Salem, you know, the radio was on, you know, whether it was Rock 92, which is classic rock, or 97.1, which is hip-hop and R&B, more R&B and, and soul and oldies and stuff, to, you know, God, uh, 99.5, which is like soft rock, contemporary stuff, crossover. Mm. To even, you know, I remember waking up every morning with NPR, just making sure that there was news. And then in the evenings, there was classical music playing. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, you know, also dad was a stereophile. So he has an, a massive collection of albums. Oh, yeah. And um, he would just sit me down and put an album on. It'd be a different one, maybe once a week for a while. Yeah. I'm just checking things out because it sounded so good. Do you have the sweet hi-fi? Oh, yeah. He was totally in it stereophonic yeah he's just all over the place all over the place yeah that's like the old school vinyl on a nice hi-fi oh yes yeah hear you uh okay and so you know this leads us to well actually we didn't talk about some of your other bands so what were some of your other Asheville projects um it's in a progressive metal band for a while called life curse Mm mm-hmm we had a great run then when I was in that. Uh, they are still going currently, just having new singles. Well, mm-hmm. um, that's always great because I love that environment and I love the music and I love the people. It's wild. It's a wild ride. Um, you know, from that, you know, there are bands that came over from even from my Western days, like Prayer Before Gunfight. Uh, we were more kind of a post-hardcore kind of a band, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Always just like to, you know, check into different things and get as crazy as possible, but try to keep it in the box as much as possible. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so, just check stuff out. Yeah. So that stuff was really on the on the harder edge of the rock spectrum. Uh, and, uh, you know, I dig that stuff too. And now your current project, Andrew Thelson Project, um, is, uh, I, I guess you'd just say more straight ahead rock kind of classic rock influence stuff which is awesome um and are, are you are you just as happy in that realm as you are in the other just as happy it yeah. offers some different perspectives on just playing you know always makes your playing get better uh really taught me you know metal has a lot of moving moving parts even if you're playing you know bottom bass or rhythm but it's always really it's a lot of notes at the end of at the end of the day it's a lot of notes and sometimes straight ahead rock, you know, less notes, but they are more, they have more feel in it. It's a different, different process of it. It's an understanding change and it's nice to feel that flow sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't need to be so hectic and fast. It needs to be, you know, mm-hmm. nice and chilled out. Yeah. Funky. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the cool things about you. You're a chameleon in, in all settings and, you're, you seem just as home as on life career stage as you are on the trio stage too. Um, and, uh, and in the trio, you get to uh, also play your own music as well, right? You guys do your originals live. Yes, we do. Yeah. And of course, Andrew has his stuff and you have your, your material. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you working any collaboratively? Um, definitely. And 
all the time, you know, as much as possible. Hopefully we'll get things going with uh, our drummer, Jeff Lott as well, to do some other jazz stuff as well. I'd love to dig back into that. Maybe some like fusion, world, like some fusion or some world style. Mm-hmm. We've always talked about that. And if, you know, our production manager and mixer and engineer, mm-hmm. Daniel Nesbitt, if he's, if he's ready to, to roll with us, you know, we can, we can always get that going depending on how COVID's going to treat us in our times ahead here. Yeah. But, I, I could see y'all doing kind of like a headhunters kind of style, like jazz funk uh, thing. I think that would work well with you. Be really nice. Be nice yeah. to drop some, some scratches and some turntablism back in it too. Yeah. It's yeah. always been something I've been thinking about as well. Yeah. Right. So that's another one of your talents uh, on top of being a kick-ass bass player, Roddy, is also adept in the electronic mixing world. Uh, and so you gotta, you've been working with decks, with digital decks, right? Been working with digital decks probably since college mm-hmm. was the, the time I really was like, I should try to go ahead and dig my hand into it. I waited long enough. And so I uh, found out that it's actually, it's so much fun, but it has its difficult points that make it completely different than any other instrument I've ever tried to play. Mm-hmm. it's very very interesting but um started getting the hang of things started looking at things on sampling on that side of it from there i've just been having a blast having a blast with it cool uh now on the uh ep you put out did you, i think i heard of a track or two that had some of that on there right scratches yes yes yeah. just a just a just a little bit yeah, I figured there'll be more to come, you know, once we really get cooking in the studio and get some more. Yeah, some but, more material. Out. But this EP, consisting of four tunes, uh, shows off your, uh, uh, you know, definitely funk influence, uh, as well as you know the rock as well. Uh, but I'm I'm hearing a lot of old school, old school rock and funk influence on these tracks, which is sweet. Oh yes, uh, and uh, you know. Uh, my one of my favorite bands in the world is living color and i know you love them too yes and yeah i i dig just a, f- a few like your rock tunes one that we're, we're gonna listen tonight it really uh kind of brings back the those those riffs to mind and uh I, I know if you're like me the bands that you love and respect you know you just can't help but to you know pay them homage in your own work right no doubt about it no doubt about it yeah so let's get to it. Uh, we're going to check out a couple of tracks on the new EP. And so let's start with that rocker. This is Means Everything. And uh, I believe... Um, but that would be the ballad. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit that out. Hold on a second. And the next tune we're going to check out is Means Everything, uh, which is the ballad on the record. Tell us a little bit about the creation of this song. Um, The creation of this song, I'd actually written the bass part a while ago and then teeter-tottered on what I wanted to write lyrically with it. And then one very special day in February, my baby girl was born. Mm -hmm. And so I told myself, what's a better way to bring things right up into the forefront of having a massive epiphany of a life change and a beautiful baby girl So I was like, I'm going to write a song about her. And so got things going, started getting my notebook hot and was going, wrote, 
about 20 different versions of how to do this. Finally wow. got to one, thought it was pure enough, didn't want it to be forced or anything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once the rest of the, the guys got it in the studio, Andrew Thelston and Jeff Lott, working with Gingerbird Studios, and it was just, it turned into magic. The song took a whole nother, another forceful move for me, and it was very emotional. And um, it's probably one of the best songs I've ever written so far. So far. Yeah, you can tell it's very heartfelt. You can hear that. Yeah. And uh, baby girl, baby D. uh, Yes. How how old is she? She is two and change, we're going to call it. She'll be three in February. Okay. And uh, can't wait for that. She's growing so fast. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. No, yours is too. Yeah. Yeah, watch them grow. It's uh it's kind of wild. Uh she's a handful. Yes. <laughs> she keeps she keeps us busy. We don't just sit around. <clears throat> yeah. Well, cool. Let's give this tune a spin. This is Means Everything by Roddy Wilder. <laughs> Now we're the stage. 
and I'm back here with Roddy Wilder. Uh, next tune we're going to give a spin is Runaway. Uh, and this is a kick-ass rock song. Uh, tell us a little bit about this one. Uh, Runaway. <laughs> the craziest, probably quickest song I've ever written. <laughs> really? Uh, I woke up at 4.30-something in the morning one day in December and picked the bass up, couldn't get back to sleep, started playing, and this song came out in about five minutes. Wow. I don't even know how that happened. Brought it to the band next practice, and off it went. It's amazing. Um, guys love the riff. I love the riff. Felt good. Laid it down. And there's a new video that dropped for this as well. And so kind of get the full aspect of That's every right. creative little driblets we like to throw. Yeah, tell us about the video. How did that come about? Video came about. We knew we had to do this track for a video because we just wanted it to be completely different at the moment and it turned out to be something that we've never really seen and we were so stoked about that because it's nice to have a video that's like that and fresh and uh andrew filmed it all uh pretty much uh, you know took me to locations and we you know put my track shoes on got my legs ready and <laughs> uh you know took some took some shots it was great oh was so great he, he filmed and edited the, the whole thing oh yes Wow. All, all, all over the projects. Man, talented cat. One seriously talented cat. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to listen to this tune. This is Runaway by Roddy Waller. better 
back here with Roddy Wilder. Last you tune, my man. Last tune is that day, and uh, this is a, another kick-ass funky jam and a really cool loop intro. Tell us about the creation of that. What's that about? The loop intro. We're always talking about doing something kind of world music-ish, a mix of things. Um, what we did is we just started taking organic things that could make a drum beat and made this tribal organic drum loop. Yeah. I think it turned out to be hand claps, a PBR box, <laughs> a couple sticks, mm-hmm. some floor stomps, another low tom, a smaller kind of like a mandolin mm-hmm. just for some, some, you know, pick scrub styles. Just a bunch of stuff. I wrote yeah. out the list. It's been so long since I actually re-looked That's at really it. It's really cool. Yeah, I but, like uh, it. And we were like, let's just, you know, let's get real. Let's get weird. Let's experiment. Yeah. See how yeah. this works. Yeah, you know, I love the experimental junk. That's so cool. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then uh, it gets into it. And uh, this is this is probably the more straight-ahead funk track on the record. Uh, which yeah, I give it that. I'm always down with that. Um, and what's tell us about the lyrics. What What's going on there? The lyrics are actually, you know, just me having a that exact moment of that first verse, you know, having an epiphany for that day. I'm sitting mm-hmm. here, fresh pot of coffee, collecting myself for the day. You know, making sure that you're in that moment where you're comfortable to be yourself, but you also know that there's something big on the horizon that's a change. Mm-hmm. And that song's kind of the whole about that whole process of understanding that. Mm-hmm. Groovy. Let's give it a spin. This is That Day by Roddy Waller. Closer. Yeah, but I didn't answer for the questions I had 
here with Roddy Roddy thanks for joining us tonight man uh not a problem at all what you got coming up uh, on the horizon speaking of horizons <laughs> coming up on the horizon as everybody knows and you know as much as I do music 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 mm-hmm. it'll always keep me going hopefully I'll be able to make sure that everybody's getting even more and more content mm-hmm. uh definitely more things with the Andrew Thelston band and Andrew and Jeff you know we're gonna be Cranking out the jams as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully some more hip-hop stuff. I'll be releasing that kind of under Wild Man as a moniker. Oh, yeah. um, we'll see if I threw the bat signal up for Neckbreaker Society to possibly do a yeah. small online reunion kind of a deal. We'll see how that how that goes. But uh, just music, 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 man, until you know we can get ourselves back together to get back in season and yeah. do even more. Do you have more tunes in the hopper coming up from always have more tunes in the hopper coming? Yeah. All right. Constantly, constantly writing. Yeah. Good. Well, now's the time, my friend. Now is the time. <laughs> yeah. And Andrew's a good dude to be with, man. Uh, I guess you guys go back to the colorweed days, huh? Oh yeah. Definitely freshman year in college and just getting to jam and play all that time and getting to jam and still play even with the moose to Asheville and everything and getting back together to make another bed happen and keep, keep it going. It's mm. like family. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you found a home in that band and uh, looking forward to making more music with you in the future. And uh, yeah, but- yeah, man, appreciate you joining me tonight and uh, we'll, uh, we'll call at you later. We'll do you guys. Take care. And that does it for another edition of the Asheville Sound. I want to thank Rowdy Wilder for joining me today. Please check out the new EP, Wilder, available on streaming sites. And until we meet again, y'all take care. starts in the mind and the heart continues in time forever as art and recording can either be tough and annoying or something that's clearly more lush and rewarding it's gotta be better than just good or great it needs to hit hard like Babe Ruth at the plate from rock hip-hop and dance music to blues or pop hard bop and swing music you choose as a working musician I can truly relate so let's rap about your project and schedule a date My name is Matt Williams, producer at The Eagle Room. I'm grateful to have helped so many artists create their music in this wonderful space, where together we have the talent and tools to bring ideas into reality. The Eagle Room is an efficient, full production recording studio with in-house mixing and mastering, high-quality equipment, and award-winning attention to detail. Visit TheEagleRoom.com to find out more.